0: I begin with an anonymous letter I received, reads, Get your orangutan off my lawn, or I'll set fire to your day. <laughs> Signed, Wellwisher. <laughs> my only retort is, an orangutan is only human, and needs exercise like any other Muswell Hill rate fair. So, to Wellwisher I say, I know all about you and the certain Miss Maureen body of Hampstead Heath, and other open spaces, so watch it. LAUGHTER Reading in the paper today, a three-year-old Turkish girl who weighs over six stones. It will be prophesied that she'll grow into the world's largest man, woman, and child. (laughs) I don't think she can compare with England's old Miss Stanford of Chipping Sudbury, who stood seven foot three at the age of five, and who at the age of eight was declared a danger to shipping. (laughs) It's said that flies died of old age while crossing her belly. (laughs) At 14, she used to stand about in a reverie until the council had a pulled down and a compulsory building erected on the site. <laughs> at 15, she could push over a cow, and when she sneezed, it smashed windows in Ashford, Seven oaks and Dungeness. A coming-out ball had to be held in a hundred-acre field. Suitors thronged around her, more than 90 at a time, dancing the waltz with her. Several were found dead in the folds of her gown when the dance was over. <laughs> Her name, her name was Barbara Elsie Margaret Penelope, but her friends called her Barbara Elsie Margaret Penelope. Now, here's a note for music lovers. A troubled reader writes, recently I took a sea voyage in the hope of enjoying one of those shipboard romances one reads about. I inquired of my steward when might it be my turn to dine at captain's table. He laughed openly. And from then on, I was ostracized all the way back to Dover. Signed, Cynthia Pankhurst, Miss. <laughs> Madam, dining at captain's table is not the usual practice on the cross-channel car ferry.
1: <laughs> Here now
0: are the winning entries in our write-a-world-shaking headline contrast. The winner, Marie Celeste arrives at Liverpool. <laughs> Duke Ferdinand of Austria still alive. Well, what War 1 a mistake.
1: <laughs> and
0: you can enjoy a wonderful fortnight in the historic town of Berserk. There's always something going on in Berserk. Last week, one of its citizens made headlines. Berserk man sets fire to sleeping grandmother. <laughs> Many of our greatest inventions were the result of some happy accident. You consider the case of James Watt. Sitting at home one evening, Watt brooded over a boiling kettle. Suddenly, he jumped up with a cry of, Eureka! His wife, Eureka Watt, rushed into the kitchen. (laughs) What is it, Watt? Or what? What is it? (laughs) Watt could hardly contain himself, but nobody's perfect. (laughs) Look, he cried. There is the answer to all our transport problems, and without another word he fitted four tiny wheels to the kettle, climbed inside, and took a deep day excursion to Brighton. We lost yet another hint for uh, The treacle millionaire, Lord Groper of Neves, died, died suddenly after being run over by a steamroller. The accident so flattened him he had to be buried in an envelope. But Sam White posted it the Bishop of Dublin, and it was a turn marked, Opened in (laughs) Error. Thank you. During the recent seasonal foul weather, I received the following letter, and it says, Dear Sir, yesterday morning I noticed that a blue tit had pecked the cap off my milk bottle. The milk inside was frozen. And the little bird had tiny skates on its feet and was skating round and round on the milk yours faithfully mrs emily gift (laughs) nostril and now our culture quiz what is wrong if anything with the following sentences aperitif is french for a set of dentures is a lump on the head the shape of a turban. <laughs> and finally, stalagmites are miniature German prison guards.
1: <laughs>
0: now, write your answers clearly and carefully on one side of foolscap paper, wrap it in a brick and throw it away. The editor's decision is final. And in the event of a draw, The winner will be awarded a weekend in the lion pit at Whipsnade Zoo, (laughs) with three free changes of underwear. (laughs) Have you heard the latest in fashion? It's the new American noise clothing. Draw attention to yourself with a hat that goes. (laughs) And this winter, buy Granny a pair of warm woolen drawers that go. And, newlyweds, why not buy the bride a night-dress that
1: goes?
0: (laughs) And then, beat this winter's cold with the new electric plug-in underpants. Plug-in, switch on, and... But a word of warning, never cross your legs or else... We continue with a correspondent who has asked the best way to stop mice from coming downstairs in the early morning into the kitchen. The answer is, hide their trousers while they're asleep at night. (laughs) An acquaintance of mine saw an immigration poster that said, Australia for ten pounds only. He paid his ten pounds. When he got the country home, he realised he couldn't get it in the room. (laughs) And now our own agony column. Birds and poets. First, there was Baudelaire's albatross that fell smack onto the deck of a ship, broke its neck. Baudelaire likened the sound to that of two large naked fat ladies colliding at speed in a steam bath. (laughs) Uh, Wordsworth's cuckoo choked to death while trying to reply to the poet's very handsome address. 33A Sebastopol Terrace. (laughs) Uh, Keats' immortal nightingale died bankrupt. Having lent the poet considerable sums in his lifetime, mortified, Keats wrote, Ode to a Nightingale. <laughs> Birdseed nine, laundry force of each flagged seven eight. <laughs> Now, Gerard de Naval's lobster, Germain, threw itself off the bridge at St. Clair into the seine and was drowned. The coroner's verdict guilty but insane. <laughs> <laughs> Let me remind you of one of the great discoveries of history. Sir Isaac Newton was seated one afternoon, neath the shade of an old apple tree, when suddenly, ka an apple fell, striking him on the head. Isaac was so excited, he summoned his housekeeper, Granny Smith, into the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Granny, he cried, it's happened, I discovered slapstick. A regular correspondent writes to air a grievance. He's very concerned about the gloomy nature of weather forecasts and asks, Why do the meteorological chappies always predict squally showers, gale force winds and ground frosts? Don't we get enough of that sort of thing in real life? Well, if it's any consolation, tomorrow will be muggy. The day after will be toogie, then weggie, thurgy, fruggy. (laughs)